1: or visit us online at safeharboroh.com. And while you're on our website, click on that radio page. You can check out past shows and subscribe to our program on Apple Podcast, Amazon Music, Google Podcast, or Spotify. Also, feel free to visit our YouTube page by typing in Safe Harbor Retirement Group to watch videos on different financial topics. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with questions or if you want to set up a face-to-face or virtual meeting. And remember, all meetings are complimentary with no obligations. Well today what I really want to talk about is the basics in the in the really to make sure you as the listeners understand what social security does how it works and the benefits of it, of you uh, of it for you to be able to maximize your social security benefits when you do decide to actually trigger that. But before we kind of dive into that let me introduce to you my co-host this week and every week and that's Tony Shore. Tony, how are you today? I am doing great, Corey. Great
0: to be here with you, and I'm excited about this show. You know, uh, Social Security comes up a lot, but we really haven't dug into it or done a show on just Social Security in quite a while, and I know it's one of the topics you get a lot of questions about. A lot of our listeners are constantly wanting to understand Social Security, especially before they file, um, but even afterwards. So there's a lot to know, a lot to unpack. I'm excited about that. I've had a great week, went to visit my parents, spent some time with them,
1: and you've been keeping busy, haven't you? I have been busy, yes. You know, uh, You know, it seems like we can never, it seems like this w- winter just kind of keeps on
0: lasting, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It does. Are we going to, you know, when the lows get out of the 40s, uh,
1: that'll be great, won't it? Yes, it will be. You <laughs> yeah. know, I'm going to be heading down to Nashville for this weekend, so. It's always fun to kind of go, you know, I, I lived down there for 18 years. So it's it's kind of g- fun to go back and visit some people that I haven't seen in a while. And hopefully it's going to be warm enough to, to tee it up down there. Yeah. Um, or hopefully the rain will hold off as well. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, of course, we're busy. We just, uh, you know, downsize Columbus just completed. and we're, The next event we're going to have for that is in September. And it's really a great event, you know, for people to come and learn and how on how to downsize. Yeah. It's not just buying a house. You got to get rid of your stuff. You got to possibly move. You know, you might have financial questions. You might want to buy something and need some type of uh, a loan and, or whatever. So there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, what I would consider experts there in order to kind of talk about um, different types of things that you're going to kind of go through when you do, do downsize. So it's a great event. We had about 300, uh, 300 guests there, you know, this uh, past uh, the end of April here. And again, the next one's going to be on September 17th. You can always go to com in order you know, to register and, and kind of just see if it's a fit for you.
0: Well, it's a great organization and it's a very educational for people in the community uh, to help them, especially with uh, the crazy real estate markets and staying on top of all that. And you're the perfect person to speak at that. I am sitting here a little jealous hearing that uh, you're going to Nashville, Nashville. Oh, Vegas. yeah. That's... Uh, yep. You know, I lived there for a while myself and uh, did radio there, and I love Nashville. It's one of my favorite places. Of course, it's grown like crazy. Uh, yes. Downtown downtown has gotten a little crazy, but I still love that area. You know, Cool Springs, Franklin, south of yes. town, it's beautiful. Yes, I mean, it is. It really is, and it's a cool city, too, to visit. Um, yeah, you'll have to let me know. I know the manager of one of the biggest recording studios there. I can get you, you and your friends a private tour of that studio if you want. Oh, that'd be that'll be good. We can yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Yes, for sure. Well, hey, yeah. social security. Let's jump into our topic today. There's a lot to cover. Um, there's a lot people need to understand. They think, oh, they just file when they're 65 and that's it. But that's not quite right, is it? No,
1: it's not quite right. You know, really you can't uh you know, when we start talking about income planning, Tony, you know, you really can't talk about income planning unless you talk about social security. You know, it it's really the foundation in many cases for many people's. Uh, retirement plan and uh, you know that's of course that's one of the things that we try to stress you know when we meet with clients is um, when you're gonna trigger it, when's the best time to be able to trigger it yep. um, in order to make sure that you do maximize that so uh, you know but before we kind of dive into some of the other what I'm gonna consider like ten com, you know some questions that I kind of get more often uh, that I'm gonna answer that, but i I think it's kind of good about I, one thing that's been in the news. A lot late lately, and especially when a, when a report came out here in March, and uh, you know that's talking about the Social Security, you know the Trustees Project Trust Fund, where now it's the, what they're saying is we might have a shortfall by twenty thirty four, mm. and uh, that's been common. That report just came out in March of this year, and they, they they talked about three things. One, they talked about with Social Security, which is which is that old age and survivors insurance fund. They talked about the disability insurance, and they also talked about Medicare. Right now, when you actually consider how big medic, you know, medic or Social Security is, roughly about sixty-six million Americans currently rely on Social Security. So wow. it, it's it's quite, it's kind of a big number, right? Yeah. And uh, you know, here's the, here's the one thing that they that if we don't do anything, right. Um, then we are going to have a shortfall, and with their rec- with their, if we don't do anything at all, then we're really saying the Social Security payments could drop by about twenty three percent. Wow, that's what they're really saying. Sure. So, you know, basically, it's going to be up to Congress, right? So Congress is going to have some options. You know, they can cut the benefits, which I don't think you know a lot of baby boomers are going to like, and of course, a lot of baby boomers vote. Yeah. <laughs> so that could have a, a huge impact if you're trying to get reelected. They can raise taxes or they can maybe redirect other government revenue into the program as well. So, you know, at this point in time, I don't know if there's really anything to worry about until we get closer to 2034. You know, obviously, um, I think it's moved back one year. It was supposed to be 2035, now it's 2034. And this could be one of the reasons why it's maybe moved back a little bit, Tony, is because of COVID. Yeah. Uh, people didn't work. Right. Um, um, and I think also, more than anything, is a lot of people no longer have that second and third jobs, as, you know, as well. I which think means you're not putting into Social Security as well. That's spot on. A lot of people didn't
0: go back to work when they worked second or third jobs after COVID. That That's right. a big impact on Social Security because you know, the more people that are working more jobs and more hours, the more that's going into social security. I I think you make a great
1: point there, Corey. Right. And so, so at this point in time, Hey, we all know it's an issue. Yeah. It's going to be up to Congress to be able to make something up. I think there's a lot of options that they can do. Um, you know, they can of course move, you know, social security, maybe from not taking it at 62 to 64, they can move you know, the retirement age from 67 to 68, there's a lot of things that they can do yep. in order to in order to make sure that it's going to be able to last. People are living longer. Yep. Um, so, I, yeah. you know, they've
0: done those things before, raise the full retirement age. Uh, I, I I see them doing that before anything else, because they really don't want to uh, impact what people get uh, that much because you're you're right. It's the third rail. Uh, they call it of politics. Nobody wants to touch it. It's right. the hot one. It's it's live. Uh, you don't want to get
1: zapped, right? That's correct. And you know, of course, one of the you know the biggest parts is back in the nineties they 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 started to tax Social Security. Up to that point, it wasn't. Yeah. Um. You know, now it can be taxed up to eighty five percent. I it wouldn't surprise me if it does go to hundred up to a hundred percent, especially if you're over certain income levels and things like that. So, I mean, there's there's definitely some some things they can do. Now, one of the nice parts about it is the disability insurance trust fund. Mm-hmm. uh is going to remain whole until at least 2097. Yeah. And Medicare Part A, which is the free part of it, um they actually extended 3 years before they'd actually maybe lose p- potential benefits and that's actually now going out to 2031. So that's a kind of just a little update, you know, just on the trust fund. It comes up almost every meeting when we when I talk with the client or a prospect about social security and they would just want to know is it going to be there. So at this point in time, we have to plan as if it will be. Yeah. Um, until we, till we know different, right? Yeah. And it's again. I don't think anybody listening
0: now is going to be uh, really uh, greatly uh, affected. It'll be there in some form. Um, it's not going to go away. They just will make adjustments, like you say, and they've done it before. I mean, they've done it numerous since it was implemented in 1935. They've made over a hundred changes. You know, right to Social Security. To shore it up in the past, I think in 1984 they started taxing more of
1: Social Security, and and then it just kept going up from there. It did. You're, you're exactly right, and it, it's going to be time for another change of it. Yeah. Um. So Social Security, Tony. So a couple things. So about 37 percent of men that are you know that are retired, um, and 42 percent of women that are retired, about 50 percent of their income. In retirement comes from Social Security, and you're looking at around 15% of women. Um, it can make up to about 90% of their income in retirement. Wow! So the, here's here's all I would say about that. These can be big numbers, right? And the one thing that you want to be able to do is you want to make sure that you trigger at the right time. You know, you only get one one shot at retirement, and you only get really one shot of when you're going to trigger your Social Security benefits. So one of the things that we really try to do for our clients is we want to be able to educate them to make sure they're making the right decision before they trigger their benefits. So one of the things that we have is our Social Security Maximization Report. It's a great report we can run for you. We don't need your Social Security number or anything like that. The only thing we really need is your date of birth and what you're going to receive at full retirement age, and then we can run a report that's going to show you exactly really which month in which day, which year, I guess, more than anything, sure. that, you, that you should trigger your Social Security benefits. And here's the nice part about the report. You know, whether you're single or whether you're married or whether you're divorced or whether you're a widow or a widower or even whether you work for the state and have some type of windfall exception, we can run this report for you that's going to show you, you know, when's the best time for you to be able to trigger your benefits. The other thing we can do is, you know, we, you can also tell us when you're actually thinking about triggering those benefits. We can, can kind of compare that versus the optimized way. So you can actually see if you're leaving additional money on the table. You know, in, in some cases, and I talk with clients about this all the time, Tony, you know, you could get your, you know, you can receive your benefit at age 65 and say you're getting, you know, eight or eighteen hundred dollars. Or you could trigger your benefits at age 67 and get $2,300. In, in so, many, so many cases, $500 more a month in retirement is huge. Well, yeah, that could make a big
0: difference in somebody's retirement budget um, and make the difference of living comfortably uh, or not. And it, it is so critical when you file, Corey. And what I hear you saying is the key is to find that sweet spot where, you know, you're going to maximize your benefits when to file, find the sweet spot and utilize some of the filing strategies uh, that are available to you. And I know you help people do that
1: with uh, a report, right? That's, that's exactly right. Yes. If you go to our website, you can request a a social security maximization report, just go into the contact us and tell us what you want. We can run it and then we can go over it with you to make sure that you understand which, you know, make sure you understand what you're seeing. Um, before you trigger those benefits. But it's so important. And, you know, so Tony, let's kind of just dive into some of the questions that I get from clients or prospects that come in and visit me. And the first one is, is when am I actually eligible to take Social Security benefits, right? So it's, of course, it's from the ages of 62. You, You can trigger anywhere from 62 in one month, all the way up to the age of 70. Any month in between there, you can do it at any time. I'm amazed. That a lot of people only think they can actually trigger it certain times. Right, but you can actually trigger it at 67 in five months if you want to. And our report's going to be able to show you exactly which month that you should be able to, you know, be able to do that. Now, your full retirement age for anyone that's born after 1960, then your full retirement age today is age 67, which means that's when you're going to receive your full retirement um, income from Social Security. Now, however, you can take it at age 62 or you can take it up at age 70, right? So basically, here's the way it works. From age 62 to 67, Social Security increases 6.25%. Once you reach 67, it grows at 8% up to age 70. So, you know, again, when we run the, the, the report for you, we're going to be able to be able to maximize that. And, you know, if you're born before 1960. You know if, if you're you know if you're born basically from 55 to 59 then it's going to be anywhere from be anywhere from 66 and two months all the way up to 66 and 10 months yeah so every yep yeah. so that's what of course one of the things we'll go over with you is when you're full retirement age um you know is when you do come in and visit with us
0: right But people think well if i can take it as early as 62 why wouldn't i take it right away because then i'll get more payments uh, but it's greatly
1: reduced if they take it at sixty two, right? If you take yours at age sixty two, you're looking at about a thirty percent reduction of what you would actually get at your full retirement age. Wow. Wow. So yeah. So it so it it's a pretty big it's a pretty big number. But that's between sixty seven and sixty two. If you if your full retirement age is sixty six, it's about a twenty five percent reduction, Tony. Sure. So sure.
0: Well, that's that's good to know. I think, and uh, you know, I've read stats that most people take it at sixty-two, but then they they leave tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table
1: if they if they live a long time in retirement, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. You can look. Yes, it could be tens of thousands, and you know, and and of course, the longer you live, the more money that you actually leave on the table. Right. 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 And especially, what one of the things that we really try to do is also prepare for the spouse. If you're married. odds are anymore, one of you is probably going to make it to 90. Yeah. And if something happens to one of you, then you're going to be losing that soul. You're going to be losing one social security check and keeping whichever's higher. So that's why sometimes you want to be able to maybe take one earlier and let one kind of grow to be able to maximize that, you know, for, for future benefits of something that would happen to one of you.
0: Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And uh, there are a lot of spousal uh benefit filing strategies when it comes to Social Security. Correct?
1: There are. Yes, and I mean they, they, they definitely have account. changed. They, they've definitely changed. But one of the things that you need to realize is that a, the a spouse is eligible up to fifty percent of whatever their other whatever their spouse earns from Social Security at their full retirement age. So, for example, say 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 your own personal Social Security is only a thousand dollars. But your spouse's is three thousand at age sixty-six. If that's your full retirement age, you could be eligible up to fifteen hundred. That's greater than your thousand, which means now you have the the option to take whichever's higher. And of course, you're going to take the fifteen hundred dollar one, right? Right. So yes. So that's 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 one of the biggest things I think a lot of people. I, I'm amazed on how many people don't realize that they're actually eligible for spousal benefit when they do come in and, and meet with us. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a big difference too. And,
0: you know, we're not talking, some people are like, well, I have enough money. I'm not worried about that, but it can make a big difference. I mean, why would you want to leave money on the table? And for a lot of people, it it can make a huge difference. So you need to maximize that social security and your, your social security benefits. So if our listeners out there haven't filed, if maybe retirement's down the road or social security, or they've just recently filed within the last few months, uh, they need to get together with you and get that Social Security maximization
1: report, right? Exactly right. It's a, it's it's again, it's a great report. It's going to be able to educate you and allow you to be able to to understand what what it means to you if you do select at what age versus being able to optimize that as well. So yeah, it's a great report. You know, so there's always a come. You know, if you want to retire. If you want to actually start taking your social security benefits before your full retirement age there's there's a few things that you really need to understand, right? One is if you take it from I'm going to we're going to use age 66 Tony as as your full retirement age, but you know, if you take that anywhere from from 62 to 65 and you plan on working, if you earn over $21,000, then they're going to reduce your Social Security benefit by one dollar for every two dollars earned that you do make above that. The point of it is, is if you make money, if you're working, it might not make sense for you to take Social Security between the ages of sixty-six or sixty-two to sixty-five. Right now, one year within your full retirement age, Tony, that does jump up to about fifty thousand or forty-four thousand um, dollars. Actually, it's fifty-four thousand dollars this sure. year. But if somebody's working one for three, yes. yeah. But if
0: somebody's working full time uh, and they think I'm working full time, I'm going to work until I'm sixty-six or sixty-seven. But I am sixty-two years old now. I'll take my
1: social security while I'm working. Probably not a great idea, is what you're saying. It's probably not a great idea. You yeah. Know, one of the most common things I always hear was, "Well, I'm going to save it and invest it," and then <laughs> what I, what you find out is, you know, eight times out of ten, they don't invest it. Right. Yeah. They spend it. Yep. Right. Um, you know, another another common question that I that we that we get is how is eligibility determined, right? So you need at least forty credits. You can earn up to four credits per year, and as long as you earn over sixteen hundred and forty dollars per quarter, then you actually earn a credit. Just that's that's just one thing. When you do work, six point two percent of your that's what's all you know, when you look at your W two. You're paying 6.2 percent of your salary into Social Security, and that's only up to 160 thousand dollars. Mm. So you're now, of course, your employer is also putting in 6.2, so about 12.4 is going into Social Security. And another common question I always get, Tony, is how do they base your your Social Security, you know, your 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 primary insurance amount, or what you receive at full retirement? And that what they do is they take your top 35 highest earning years. That's how your Social Security is determined. And if you never work 35 years, then those years are going to be zeros. That's the way Social Security works in order to calculate that. Taxes. Are you taxed on Social Security, Tony? Yes. Yes, you are. Yeah. If you make between 32 dollars to $44,000 in retirement, up to 50% of your benefits can be taxed. Anything above forty-four thousand dollars, and this is as a married couple, um, it can be taxed up to 85%. Wow. So uh yes, it you are taxed on Social Security. You know, if you're making thirty-two thousand in, dollars in retirement, that's not a whole lot of money in today's dollars. Um, so odds are hopefully you're making quite a bit more than that, or hopefully it only represents thirty or forty percent. Of your income in retirement. Right. So, yeah, and even
0: some states tax it. And that's just federal, right? But some states tax Social Security. Some states do. Ohio does not. That's good. I think Minnesota does where you are. Minnesota does. Yep, they do. Yep. Yep. And the state can tax it as well. Fortunately, there are states, uh, Ohio does not. Um, Some of the other states, you know, Florida, Tennessee, they do not tax Social Security.
1: Yeah, so you know, a common question that, of course, that we always get is, you know, sh- should I really file at sixty two or sixty seven, Tony? And right. here's here's every here's all I'm going to tell everybody out there. Everybody's situation is different. Yep. And one of the things that we do is we run a customized report for you to be able to determine that. Now, you know, it might make sense, for example, for you to file at sixty two if if you know you're not healthy. I mean, health can be a big part of it, right? But, right. but, at, the, but at the end of the day, um, you know, one, here's one of the interesting parts, because I just spoke about this the other day. 90% of retirees took Social Security before the age of 65 or younger.
0: Let our listeners know, I know you're willing to run that Social Security maximization report for them. How can they get that run and, and set up a consultation with you in your office?
1: Well, you can, for our listeners out there, you can always give us a call at 614-760-0670 or you can always visit our website at safeharboroh.com. Whether you call in or visit our website, you can schedule a complimentary no-obligation meeting with us. We can review your Social Security. Um, we can also, of course, provide that second opinion on your financial plan, income planning. Again, the foundation of your income plan is going to be Social Security. You want to make sure that you do it the right way. Again, you only get one shot at it, and you just want to make sure that you make the right decision in order to take your Social Security benefits. So again, just give us a call at 614-760-0670, or visit our website at safeharboroh.com.
0: All right. Thanks, Corey. And that does it for today's episode of Financially Fit Radio with Corey Sickles.
1: Join us again soon for another episode of Financially Fit Radio.
0: Thank you for listening to Financially Fit Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Corey Sickles at Safe Harbor Retirement Group.